Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am Shmuley Yanklowitz, President and Dean of Valley Beit Midrash. Here at VBM, we strive to bring you only the highest quality of Jewish learning. Bringing pluralistic and innovative Jewish programming to the Jewish community that craves substance and insight is our passion. But we cannot do it alone. To support our endeavors, please consider donating a tax-deductible contribution to our organization. By doing so, you will be supporting meaningful Jewish educational content, funding the next generation of leaders, as well as furthering Jewish wisdom to people all over the country and all over the world. Please visit www.valleybatemadrash.org. Thank you so much and enjoy the program. I'm here with Teresa Romero, who is the third president of United Farm Workers and is the first Latina and first immigrant woman to become president of a national union in the United States. An immigrant from Mexico who is proud of her U.S. citizenship and heritage, Teresa has played an important role in many recent successful union efforts, is admired by her peers for her work ethic, calm competence, organizational skills, ability to build relationships, and Cisa Puede spirit. Teresa Romero, thank you so much for taking time to talk. Thank you very much Mike, for having us here. Thank you, I appreciate it. So wh- what, is the most, what is the most pressing issue facing farm workers right now? You know, Rabbi, um, there are, farm workers face many challenges. Now they, uh, within the movement, we have always known that they are essential workers. And now the current administration is, is deeming uh, farm workers essential, but unfortunately they're still not being treated as such. Um, they, they face many challenges, um, you know, working conditions, seasonal work, low pay, abuses, and now with the, the pandemic, uh, things are escalated even more. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and so uh, to pick up on the pandemic point, point how, how is the pandemic affecting the lives of, and the work of farm workers right now? You know, farm workers, uh, for the most part, are undocumented. And when there is any bill that is going to help our communities, farm workers are excluded because they're undocumented. Even if they have children who are UN citizens, they don't get that. In California, we negotiated with, worked with uh, um, Governor Newsom to ensure that farm workers were included in paid sick leave if they were um, exposed to COVID. But that doesn't happen in many states. So, um, it, and even in California, even though we have that law, uh, you, you know, we like to say that the laws in the books are not the laws in the fields. Farm workers are need, not being informed of their rights. So we have known of workers and we're helping them when they come to us because they were fired after testing positive instead of giving them the two week paid uh, leave so they uh, recover and, and, and come back to work. Wow, wow. So, um... You know, I think of farm workers in, as invisible people, right? These people who we all rely upon to feed our families, and yet we don't, uh, many of us don't see them. How do we create a spiritual consciousness um, with, that leads towards empathy? How do we get the average American consumer to think of the farm worker? And that is so true, right? Many people, if you think about it, when we're thinking in, in the media, elected officials are thinking essential workers. Uh, I don't think that I have heard farm workers mentioned once. But I think it is important for us to remember every time we put a, a, fruit, a piece of fruit in our, our mouth, giving it to our children, our vegetables, the milk, everything that we that we 
chicken, poultry that we enjoy every day, it is for us to remember that a farm worker had to work very hard for us to have that privilege. The farm workers many times who are working and uh, to put food on our tables don't have enough money to put food on their own tables. And if, if, if we understand, just think about it, what happened when uh, the pandemic started and people would not be, were not able to get toilet paper? It was, it was just chaos. We were all trying to go to 10 stores to find some toilet paper. Just imagine what would happen if farm workers uh, were not healthy to provide and harvest the food that we eat every day. Yeah. It would be disastrous. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, 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 I like to read a lot about and talk a lot about the Jewish involvement in the Great Boycott decades ago. And uh, as you know, Jews were very involved in this. And I think of even synagogues and major rabbis who, who led boycotts against, against grapes you know, decades ago. And I wonder today, um, like how can the Jewish community best be an ally in this work and other faith communities? What's the power of religious communities uh, as, as allies here? You know, in a history in the union, um, religious communities have been a, a great supporter of, of the platform workers. And uh, if out of every other groups or communities, they have uh, been there for us. But I, what I think is important is that we spread the, the voice on what, how difficult it is for farm workers to do the, the work that they do day in and day out. How important is the work that they do? And they're the backbone of our country's agriculture industry. And as, as, as communities who, who gather, who, who pray together, I think it is important that we start bringing them out of the shadows, like you say, and start talking about what it is that they do for us and how important it is that this workforce is paid and treated with dignity and, and they're not constantly living in fear uh, because of their legal status. Yeah, amazing. Well, um, one last question for you, uh, a, a personal question, if I may. Um, you know, I don't have to tell you that it's hard to be an immigrant. I don't have to tell you that it's hard to be a woman in the workforce in America. I don't have to be, I don't have to tell you that it's hard to be um, a woman in a, in a predominantly male dominated union uh, world. Where do you get your sense of strength? Where do you get your sense of resiliency to, uh, to keep fighting? You know, my grandmother on my side was uh, Zapotecan. She was born in Oaxaca. Um, and uh, the Zapotecan culture, women are the ones that uh, run their communities and their home. And my grandma, you know, I grew up in Mexico. And my grandma was the person that would say, um, because you're a woman, you can do it. Because you're a woman, you're, you, you should have the right to do this. She was a woman who had no education, but who instilled in all of us that in, in being women, uh, it was not an impediment to get to what we wanted to get to. And uh, as I was growing up, I would probably say, yeah, grandma, yeah, yeah, I heard that before. But as, as an adult, that is in me every day. And I remember it every day and I try to instill it on my own daughters 
that that um, not because we live in a, a male-dominated world doesn't mean that we can't get to want to get and to do what we want to do and accomplish what we want to accomplish. Amazing. Teresa Romero, keep up your amazing work. Friends, be sure to check out the great work that United Farm Workers is doing. Have a great day. Thank you very much, Rob. I appreciate it.